Episode 34, our lead podcast. I'm on after the duo Eds alongside my co host, my brother, my brother, Ethan. Two weeks since we recorded? Yeah, two weeks now, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was very ill last week, but I was going through it, going through it. But yeah, big week in terms of sports, big two weeks in terms of sports, anyway. Yeah, so I sent you something. <laughs> was it Saturday I sent it to you? Maybe. Yeah, um, it was Saturday. Yeah. Sent it to you on Saturday. And it, co- it popped up on my um, TikTok. That that gecko guy, I've seen him a couple of times. Like his, that's 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 an amazing thing to think of. Like because it's mm. silly and people are gonna pay attention yeah. and they're gonna tune in. So for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, this guy, I think he's called. Is it? I think he's called Gecko, or is it Green Gecko or something? Yeah, Green Gecko or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And he literally just paints his face green, goes in the green gecko suit, and then just sits and people would like phone in or email in with their like problems and stuff like that and he'll speak to them this one was so bizarre that a couple had been seeing one another for six months and they had a lot of family relatives that were like similar that a dna test and it so happens they're twins i don't know what the percentages of that is that's, that's just mm. mind-blowing they, co- they called in to the Green Gecko and asked him, what should they do? Should they continue to be seen with another? To which he replied, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> 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 so I just thought that was nuts. Eve, what was your initial thoughts when you sent it? Because you you had said that you was watching something with um, your girlfriend and, and something similar had come up. Yeah. Yeah, it's in, um, I think it's in Grey's Anatomy where there's a similar situation where Obviously, it's not, they're not twins in this situation in yeah. Greys. Yeah, they, they were together for maybe a year or two on Greys. And obviously, they were they were getting married. Yeah, it, it was a load of, yeah, a load of history there already. So that, that was a bit different from this situation. But this, wow. they, they, both both messed up. Messed um, up. I don't, I don't know where you go from there, really, though. Um, I got, you got to cut that. Me personally, I'm yeah, cutting yeah. them off. Yeah, you cut it off. You just got to deal with it. I think I, you've got to go in. You've got to go and seek some sort of help because that that is a big, yeah, it's something big that I don't think you'll ever get over it. Nah. But yeah, yeah, it's messed up that. I don't think you'll get over it. Me personally, mm. I'm cutting them off, and I can never see them again. I can never speak to them. Me mm. personally, mm. bro. And then they asked, and then Gecko was like, "Have you guys?" And then yeah, that guys... that bit was oh. And her voice went high pitched. We didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was so no, that's so crazy. Oh, I don't mm. know what I'll do. Married. You're gonna get married. Oh. Mm. To which I went in the comments because I like I, I rarely look at comments, but I was like, you know what? Let me check what's the percentage of this. And someone said, this is actually more common than you'd think it is. Like if people are mm. separated at birth, somehow they're gonna find one another, but you know, really ah. Oh, that's... Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, that is disgusting. <sighs> right. yeah. Other thing, I was watching first dates part of my uh nonsense TV Sunday, and um the, the date before this date was crazy, but this day was not. So there's a guy from uh Newcastle, he Geordie guy, he's, he's imagine this, you're a Geordie guy, you're in your 50s, you've traveled down to London, and you're thinking, cool, mm. I'm gonna go on first dates. I'm going to meet, like, hopefully meet a nice woman or a nice man, whatever your preference is, and have a conversation. And then maybe, you know, whatever it is, what it is, you go for drinks after or whatever. The guy's sitting at the bar. He feels a tap on his shoulder. The woman's immediately laughing, walking towards him. It's his brother's ex-missus. And also the mother to his nephew and, and niece. And he, at first, he didn't recognise her. He's had a couple mm. to drink. He's just like, he's very nervous. He's nervous, isn't it? Yeah. And she yeah. goes, you don't remember me? And he goes, nah. I think the brother in her must have split up years ago and he ain't seen her since, whatever. Mm. And so she goes, yeah, I'm I'm Tom's mum. Tom, wait, my nephew's called Tom. Yeah, I know. Wait, what? The odds of that, 
that's crazy because I know like they always try and um, mix people that are like, in, like somewhat close regions to one another. Yeah. Just because it's, it's it's better. Like if you're from London, you want to be dating a girl that's from Plymouth. That's all along. Mm. And they're talking, talking, and, and and he stayed. He stayed. They had a drink. I didn't finish the episode, but then she goes, "Ah, cool. Like talk to me as if you didn't know." So I'm thinking, hang on here. Like the woman must be enjoying this, having a life. And it first yeah, almost, yeah. you're wronging because that's your your son's father's. That's basically your, your ex brother in law. Yeah. And also him, what does he do in that situation? Does he just get up and leave, even though it may seem rude, or does he like have to stay because it's on TV or whatever? Or like, what's, what's it's a lose lose for him, isn't it? It's a lose lose because yeah, obviously that journey down isn't isn't nice. Um, <laughs> but but I think kind of to respect your brother and also your nephew, yeah, you would politely say, look, I I can't, I can't date you, um, yeah. I'm going to have to end it here. Yeah. Or, or possibly just say, look, this is a friend's type of thing. Yeah. Um, we we have a meal, we'll, we'll talk, but it's not going anywhere further than this right here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because we both got brothers, so I'm just thinking if it was like mm. the boy Brandon, if I've like, obviously... I've yeah, no, no. I'd like, yeah. be like, I, I can't do this. I'm so sorry. So mm. I, I'd say to whoever my man's name is, the French guy, I've got his name saying, buddy, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I have to leave. Like, that, I would just feel weird. Or as soon as she leaves, I'm pulling or texting my brother, bro, you will never guess who they paired me with. Oh, mm. my Lord. Absolutely. <laughs> um, boy, the day before that was nuts, but I, I, I'll leave that for another episode. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, Drive to Survive. Have you watched any of it? And um, what were your initial thoughts? I've only watched up to episode one. I'm only going to watch one per week. I'm going to try my hardest to watch one per week. What's your initial thoughts on it? Yeah, yeah, I've just watched episode one. I watched it today um, during my break. Yeah, it was good. It was a really good um, watch. It kind of set the tone for for how the the season's going to go. Obviously, the rivalry between uh, Red Bull and Mercedes. It's pretty clear from the get-go how... What's his name? Um, the Red Bull president was quite vocal on how he just disliked Mercedes. All of them. Um, yeah, Horner. I, I don't know. I I just can't stand him. I can't stand Horner. Um, yeah. They're just something. Like yeah, they, he's not a likable guy. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. I think it's 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 a steady build up to what's gonna happen in in the future in the season. Like you said, I um from this episode, not just him as well, everyone. The yeah, the yeah. Bahrain race director. I saw that bit when it was like, "Oh, yo, just beat these lot up, man." Yeah, beat these guys. Yeah, and um, yeah. and then even the journalist, the male journalist, when he was talking about the challenge of Red Bull, he said, "Sorry, I shouldn't be smiling this much." And I don't know, maybe because I'm a Lewis guy, is mm. why these things are annoying people. I'm just like, you lot aren't even hiding the biasness mm. against Lewis, mm. and it's it's like, and it makes you question number one the ending of the race last year if you if you've got the the Bahrain race director saying you'll beat these guys yeah it, it that that for me questions the legitimacy of the end race and number two why is it is it are you just hating because it's Mercedes are winning for seven years straight whatever or are you hating because it's Lewis and he is like a black man and, and I, yeah. I hate to bring race into it but he's, he's the only guy do you know what I mean like mm. These mm. things have to be questioned. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I felt a type of way watching episode one, I'm not going to lie. And it, and, it, and, it, yeah. and it was... It, it left a sour taste in my mouth. Similar to um, the end race last year as well. It was just like, crikey. I just, yeah. I, I just... Yeah, it just really annoyed <laughs> me. And then... Um, what's it called? Lewis said he doesn't know if Mercedes have a car that can compete this year. Do you think that's him actually being honest or... Like trying to get people excited or creating like somewhat of like this narrative that not creating a narrative but like maybe setting a challenge against himself to like prove that he's still worthy and he and he's still the guy because everyone's just like we've just said everyone's writing him off in it. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a bit of both. There, I think maybe maybe it's mind games in a way. Uh, maybe he's trying to create this yeah narrative of maybe he's an underdog in 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 this season to come, but. Yeah, I, I, I still have him as a favourite to, yeah. to possibly win uh, this season. You are now listening to Our League podcast, made in London, 
distributed all over the world. The Nets for the Knicks kick KD got 53 points easy. And mm-hmm. it's it's so crazy because everyone on like TV was saying how like oh DeMar DeRozan's MVP, this and that stuff like that. And this is not me trying to like disrespect DeMar DeRozan or anything, but I'm not picking DeMar DeRozan over KD. I'm not picking DeMar DeRozan over Jarma Run. I'm not taking him mm. over Joel Embiid. I'm not taking him over LeBron, who we'll speak about in a bit. Um, Jokic. Um, I don't know. But, like, KD. Like, guarding him. If you're a defender... Like, sometimes I try to put myself in the defender's mind. But like, what can I actually do? He's seven foot. He can handle the ball like a point guard. And he makes it look effortless. I don't... Yeah. In, in, in current NBA, I don't know if there's anyone who can score 50 points and make it seem like, yeah, I'm just going to wake up, score 50 and go back to bed. Like, it's it's quite ridiculous. But what's even more so ridiculous is the fact that Kyrie Irving can sit courtside <laughs> at, at a home game yeah, Marcelo, sorry. And he can't play, but he can sit courtside mm. and he can back them up and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, what's your thoughts on that? Because me, I, I personally think it's silly now. Mm. Well, he also went into the dressing room afterwards. Oh, oh as well. he did as well. Oh. At, half, at, half, at half time, he went into the dressing room. So um, I think that's a case where uh, I, don't, I don't believe it's the NBA's fault for whatever. Nah. I think it's a, it's a New York thing. Um, they need to sort out their. Uh, pro- protocols and stuff like this. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a difficult one. It, it, you can't explain the situation because it doesn't make no sense to yeah. to me anyway. But yeah, it's it's crazy. But uh, on the KD thing, yeah, the the fact that he's come back from injury as well this season, and the way that the performances he's putting in, it's just yeah, it's unbelievable, man. Yeah, it's it, it really mm. is unbelievable and. There's not enough talk of him in the MVP conversation. Everyone's saying mm. Embiid, who rightly mm. so, and, I, and I'm biased, obviously. People saying Jokic, people saying Jarma Ram, but KD, I don't know, maybe because he missed like a month or and a bit, I'm not too sure. But this guy, if I've got to pick one player for one game to like get me over the hump, it's, it's, it's him. And mm. it's, it's ridiculous. Should we, as fans, look more deeper into the Sixers' loss to the Nets or is it just should we chalk it off as like oh it's just one game? I I, I think that in this in 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 a season, um, I don't really class these games. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a long season. The the games that matter to me are obviously the ones in the playoffs. Um, yeah, and and that's when you have to take take into account what's needed or what what is needed to improve. But yeah, I think Sixers, that uh, they're set they're set on. To possibly win the East, but I think even if you don't, um, the scapegoat is always going to be James Harden. Yeah. I think um, yeah. I don't think they'll they'll really blame anyone else other than James Harden yeah. coming into the playoff games. And um, what's it called? The reason I asked this year is because like everything in, on the TV and the media was like, "Oh, this is a massive win." Blah, blah, blah. I was just thinking, <laughs> like. Yeah, it is, but at the same time, it's just one game in a in a long regular season as well. It's not like football, it's not like the NFL where each game actually counts. Like not to say each game doesn't count in the NBA because it does, but at the same time it doesn't because 82 regular season games and then you got the playoffs. It's it's a lot, man. Do you know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. in the NFL, like each lo- win and loss, it, it it really does count because yeah. <clears throat> it's only 17 games. And in the Prem, like it's really counting because um as we're seeing now with the table, we're going to touch on like Arsenal or how many points above, like people below them and above them, and we've got games in hand. So these games really do matter. Whereas 82, 82 I mean, we've spoken about this, like 82 is way too long. It's way too much. Way, way too much. Way too much. But hey, man, they're, they're stuck in their ways. Pat Bev saying Anthony Edwards could be the next Michael Jordan. And he acknowledged himself, yo, I know I'm putting pressure on him, but I, I think I'm that good. I think he's that good. What, what, what do you think that says about Edwards? And does he have the potential to, let's not say Michael Jordan, but be like an all-time great? Does he have that potential? Yeah. In, in these last two years, we've seen how explosive and how exciting he is as a player. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think this is a case of, it's, it's similar to the Mourinho one, where he, he kind of told Frank Lampard and, John Terry, they're the best midfielder in the world. And 
they're the yeah. best defender in the world. It's one of those to kind of get the best out of the player. I think I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know whether he believes that he's he's better than MJ. But um, yeah, I think it's one of those to just boost him a bit more and yeah. try and see and get the potential out of um, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. yeah, but that team, if if they if they can get it right and get some pieces around them, like obviously they got Cat, they got Dilo. Who Dilo? Dilo's a good point guard, but I think he could get better. Yeah, and then like a good bench and stuff like that around him. I think and a good coach as well, because I've noticed in the NBA coaching really does count black man. Like it really yeah. does, really does. Mm-hmm. Um, they they could be something. They could be something. LeBron's been on a tear, breaking <laughs> records left, right, and center. Like there's no tomorrow, but his team stinks. And I don't just mean their form, I mean the actual roster is just terrible. Yeah, no, it's like, it's, it's, is his current play good enough to get them to like a deep playoff run or is it like they might not even like come out of the playing game at this rate? We have to ask this question, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think if you saw any anything yesterday, the Suns lost. Um, it was woeful, man. Um, yeah, he even him, he, he's, he's done with some of these players like some of the turnovers and stuff yesterday was it? It's, it's embarrassing. Even though he's breaking records and stuff, they don't really mean anything towards the game. But yeah. I feel like when he's breaking these records, they, they are losing games. Yeah, and it doesn't really. I don't. I don't know whether you want to remember those games where you lose and <laughs> you actually break a record. It's a, it's a weird yeah. one. It's a weird one. But yeah, I I, I don't believe the Lakers will um, get a run now. It is pretty much one. One man team in LeBron at the moment, and it's it's a struggle for him. Yeah, I know he must be kicking himself at that Westbrook. Yeah, he's thinking I should have just took him, buddy, Hill mm. and someone else. My lord. Mm. Um, Magic Johnson said, if the Lakers don't make the playoffs, the, the Westbrook trade could be the worst <laughs> trade ever in Lakers history. <laughs> is that him overreacting, or do you think is actually like could be the case? I I, I think it's partly both. Yeah, I I remember you sending me that TikTok of um, where, when Thunder uh, lost in the finals. Yeah, and Magic says that co- comment. I think I think there's a kind of an agenda there already. Yeah, I don't yeah, feel like yeah. he. I don't feel like he likes West. He's not the biggest fan. He's not the biggest. No, fan. yeah, he's not the biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a bit harsh. I think that's a bit harsh. But yeah, it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked out for whatever reason. It is. Um, it just hasn't worked out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't. Un- I, I don't understand how it hasn't worked out because I was all for it at the yeah. start. But we both was. Yeah, it is. It is. Is what it is. You are now listening to our league podcast, made in London, distributed all over the world. NFL. Where was you when you found out the news um, of Tom Brady coming back? I'm. I'm pretty sure it was the morning because I saw it in the morning. And yeah. um, your initial thoughts of him coming back, and did Cristiano Ronaldo have anything to do with it? <laughs> for fuck's sake! Uh, people actually um, were saying that, by the way. You know that people. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. I've I've been I've been seeing it the whole day, circulating the whole pictures and stuff or videos. Um, yeah, my initial reaction oh. to it was, um, yeah, I, 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 I kind of thought he would come back. I I, I kind of thought he did. He didn't really. <laughs> His announcement wasn't really a retirement announcement. Any, it wasn't proper. Yeah, so him coming back is is it's a plus for the NFL. Yeah, that's all I can say. Really, I, th- I think it's a plus for the, obviously Tampa Bay to yeah. get him back for another season. Yeah. He obviously wasn't past it. He didn't display anything that showed that he's past it this season. So yeah, exciting times. Exciting times for the NFL. If you're Aaron Rodgers, I know you're kicking your feet. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, you just fucking retired. It was supposed to be my time now. Even yeah. the, Bron- the Broncos put out something funny on their Twitter with um, The Office. Uh, what's the main guy in The Office? Um, oh, whatever his name is. It's just the meme of him just, like, looking there, like, blinking. Like, just blinking. Thinking, <laughs> like, but we just traded for a fucking Wilson and um, now this guy's coming back. But it, it, it's good, though. It is good. I, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a win-win, like you said. Mm. Um, boy, yeah. If you're Aaron Rodgers, if you're them, man, you're thinking, come on, man, you're mm. just just enjoy retirement, bro. But like he, like you said, um, his his announcement his announcement was a bit of a wishy washy one, and um, from what I've been told and what I've heard from like 
any NFL player, they've apparently as soon as the season ends, they all want to retire because it's gruesome and all the hits and then the playoffs and the extra game and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. But yeah, good for the game. Aaron Rodgers returning to the Green Bay Packers. He signs a new deal. We initially thought it was like 200 million. And then apparently those was false reports and the number's not been put out there. But should he have returned? I mean, he probably is familiar with the city, familiar with the team, probably got a lot of his buddies there. But is Green Bay, like, his best chance to win or he could have went somewhere else, do you think, potentially, and, and had a better chance? Yeah, he, I, feel, I feel like he had the pick of the bunch. He, he could have gone anywhere. Anyone would have took him. Um, yeah. Yeah, great. maybe it is a case of he, he's familiar. Um, obviously, Devontae Adams is signing his contract. Um, yeah which they've displayed what uh, friendship they've got and what connection they have. So, um, yeah, I, I don't blame him for for staying there, but I, I kind of would have been more excited for him to be open to a different move and go to maybe not one of the standout teams in the NFL yeah. to see what, what he could do elsewhere. Yeah, I think um, if he had went to, like, maybe Pittsburgh, that would have been interesting. Broncos as well would have been interesting. Uh, 49ers would have been interesting. Like yeah. Teams which are, like, they've got a good, decent enough squad, but then you'd have to give up a lot of draft capital, like we're going to touch on right now. Um, Russell Wilson to the Broncos, they gave up a lot for him. A mm. lot for him. Like, What's your initial um, thoughts of this? And like, do you think the Broncos are now contenders like people are saying they are? Um, yeah, I think it's a good move. I think, yeah, Russell Wilson has served his time at uh, the Seahawks. Obviously, that O-line wasn't helping him out. And yeah, I think he, he's got a good deal here with Broncos. Hopefully, they can contend uh, this season. But as we've just said, Tom Brady being back is a, it's another story now. So, That's yeah, it's going to be a difficult one. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully Wilson can get back to, to his best and display how good he is. I thought he would have preferred to have gone to like a big market. Not to say that Denver's not a big market, but like a flashy, like a New York or a, yeah, um, not LA, but maybe like down south, like my one of the Florida teams or stuff. I, yeah. I, I Denver was like the last place I would have thought, or even Chicago possibly. Aaron Rodgers staying. What does that mean for Jordan Love now? I don't think it means. I don't think it changes anything. I think he's still going to learn his trade under Aaron Rodgers, one of the best. Um, but it, it's gonna be, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe four years or five years down the line, yeah, that he gets his big shot at it. So yeah, I don't know. It's a difficult one. Clearly, they must not rate him if they thought, yeah, cool, we're gonna just re-sign this guy. But then that being said, Rogers is playing like MVP twice in a row. So yeah, yeah, whoever whoever's had the final say is yeah, we're gonna draft this guy. Is, should, could possibly get fired, possibly because you wasted a first round pick and you moved up in the draft. Um, yeah, Amari Cooper to the Browns, which is out of left field, wouldn't have thought that would be the place he'd gone to. If I'm the if I'm the Cleveland Browns GM, yeah, I've probably this is my last chance before I possibly get fired. I've put so much stock into trying to make Baker Mayfield the best QB ever. With all the talent, like I don't know, in, in my years of watching NFL, you can speak for this yourself. I don't know if I've seen a, a QB on his rookie deal have as much talent to work with as Baker Mayfield is. Like he's had Jarvis Landry, he's had um, OBJ, he's had Ndoku, he's had um, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. Like good O line, good defense as well, and 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 you still. Not even sniffing, you're not even sniffing the Super Bowl, mm. and you got man like Joey Burrow, who's your rival team in his second year with a bad O line, and yeah, he's got studs in his team, but they, I mean OBJ and Jarvis, they're guys. Do you know what I mean? And my man's already been to the Super Bowl. At this point, Baker stinks, man. Like it, I, I hate to say it, but I don't, I don't know. What's your thoughts to Amari going there and? And in regards to like both Dallas letting him go and then the Browns are crying him and what that means for Baker. Yeah, it's a weird one for for Dallas to let one of their best wide receivers go. Yeah, maybe there's a good deal on their side whether they bring in someone 
yeah. from the draft or um, if they make a few trades here and there. But I, I don't know. I think Amari Cooper's a, a good wide receiver to keep to keep in yeah. in in your team. And 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 the Browns have got a good deal here. I think. Um, yeah, Baker Baker this year. It's all or nothing. I think um, nothing. if he doesn't if he doesn't show out. Um, yeah, there's a trade there. There's a trade there. They don't need to keep on to him because, yeah, how how can you have all of these studs and 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 not make it to the championship games or even even the Super Bowl? Yeah, it doesn't make no sense to me. Um, yeah, we'll have to see with the Browns, but I, I, yeah, I, I don't I don't believe they'll do anything this season. I don't think they're gonna do anything either. And if Jarvis is on his way out as well, I just boy, that guy, he's had all the talent in the world, man. Honestly. Mm. Um Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. <laughs> One year after going. I mean, we've spoken about this multiple times. And yeah. <laughs> two third round picks. The guy was traded for he was taken number one, or was he number one or number two whenever he got drafted? Yeah. And then he got drafted, he got traded for a first and a third. And then a year later, he got uh, traded for two third-round picks. Is this, like, the end of him being, like, a a talking point in the NFL, as we know? Or do you think people are still going to talk about him just because he was, like, an early-round pick, like, like many years ago? Um, Yeah, I I feel like he's slowly becoming, not a laughing stock, but um, one of those guys, a bit of a journeyman, um, gets traded here and there um, to get potential deals uh, yeah. better deals for for uh, decent uh, some franchises um yeah i feel I, I, not that i feel sorry for him but i, I feel like injuries have obviously played a big factor in how his career has ended up yeah we'll just have to see we'll just have to see how how he works out in washington but yeah i do feel like he, he's gonna be a journeyman he'll be traded uh, a few more times in his career and um yeah, I feel like that. That's how his career is gonna end up. Speaking of Jarvis, um, yeah, no, the Browns released him, five-time Pro Bowler. Where? Are they actually? Yeah, they released him. I just see it now. Yeah, the Cleveland Browns have released wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Source to ESPN, Adam Schefter. The two sides have committed to restructure, attempted to restructure his contract to keep him in Cleveland per league sources, but ultimately couldn't work out a deal. Landry's now free agents. Sign with any team. I don't understand. When these teams let guys like that go, even if I'm, you're giving me a fifth and a sixth round pick, I, I need I need draft capital mm. back. Like I don't know, but I'm not I'm not NFL. Kaleo Mack to the Chargers. I think he went for a second and a sixth round pick. Now I know he's been injured in that, but I need at least a, like a second and a third or a second and a fourth or something. And yeah. the Chargers, that's like, what, what do you have? expectations for them next year to like push on with Justin Herbert or do you think they're just going to be a team with a good QB and just like just in and in and amongst it no I think they're I think overall they're a decent team uh they've got stars in defense with uh Bosa and and Khalil Mack now um we'll see we'll see with Herbert I've, I've liked watching him this season uh, well last season um he had glimpses of of showing his potential yeah, but um, yeah, I think I think they always compare compare stuff like, uh, to to Burrows and how um, how he should be at this level already. But yeah, I think I think Herbert's a decent player, and we'll yeah. we'll see his potential over time. I don't think you need to write him off anytime soon. But yeah, yeah I think I think the Chargers are overall a decent team. If I'm them, I'm glad that I'm in the same city as a team that literally just went all out and bloody mm. and just went for it, boy. I don't know. Speaking of LA, like Rams, what was your thoughts of them? Like, do you think they're gonna like make noise again, or it's gonna be like a playoff team? Yeah, I feel like they that the whole goal of their season last year was obviously to win the Super Bowl. They but they bought in uh, big players like Stafford. Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, I think I think they'll be a playoff team. They've got they've obviously got stars in their team, so yeah, I think they'll be challenging. But the, these guys are getting a bit old now. Um, we'll just have to see whether, yeah. whether whether they're stable enough. You are now listening to our league podcast, made in London, distributed all over the world. There's Bayern Munich seven, Salzburg one. Um, Lewandowski scored. Was it no? Was it? Did he scored two goals. Did he score a hat trick? I thought he scored a hat trick in this game. Yeah, 
As you know, he scored a hat trick. He scored a hat trick in ten minutes. He scored a yeah, hat trick in yeah. ten minutes. Um, two penalties and then a goal. Gnabry scored. Muller scored twice, and Sane scored. <laughs> and Salzburg. These this must be the best team in um the opposing country, Austria. Like, yeah, what, what do you make of Bayern's performance and their Champions League chances this year? They were yeah, they were dominant. Um, yeah, to go and win seven one in. What the last round, the round of sixteen is is a is quite an achievement. Um, yeah. But yeah, I kind of expected them to win. Obviously, not by that scoreline, but uh, yeah, I expected them to win. Uh, they they've got good chances of winning the Champions League. There's there's a few uh, top teams in. Obviously, Manchester City, Liverpool. Obviously, like the cha- Champions League. Real Madrid love the Champions League as well. So. so yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see. But yeah, they've got good odds on them. And when I think of a team like Bayern, I just think you lot are a cheat code. They never really spend big, big money on players mm. because they're so popular in that part of Europe and, and, and the most popular team in Germany by far. I don't even think it's close. They're always going to... Most of the, the, the best footballers in the country are fans of the team. So it's either you're going to come to us with a year left on your deal, we're going to get you for my cheap, or you're going to come for free. And then yeah. not only that, we're going to buy... Any the next team's manager, oh, you think you're good? Oh, we're gonna buy your manager for 25 million. Come over here. It's like at some point, mm. it, it it kind of makes me like not be such a fan of the Bundesliga. Not because the team's always winning. Like I'm 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 hey man, if you're gonna win for seven years straight, great, cool, fantastic. I, I want to see you know dominance, but at the same time, these other teams, you know, got either try harder or die. Don't just be walking out, don't be a walking match to these lot. Like, you wanna buy your manager? No. We're not sending you our manager, bruv. Like, I don't care if you're going to give us 25 million. Like, and 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 I kind of think this is why the Prem is the best league in the world. Um, I know we're going to talk about the Prem in a bit, but still, just, yeah, the, 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 the stronghold they have over German football is just quite yeah. ridiculous. And they're going to potentially be champions of Europe again. Um, Inter won, Liverpool nil, but it was 2-1 aggregate. What did you make mm. of this performance? Personally, I just thought Martinez's goal was stupid good. And mm. if Sanchez, if Sanchez wasn't an idiot, they could have possibly won that game. Yeah. Um, I, I, to be fair, I think the Sanchez challenge was a bit harsh. I don't, I don't know how he avoids the follow through. Um, mm. He gets, he obviously gets the ball, but, but that the follow through is. Though? Yeah, that was his second challenge, obviously in the game. But I, I feel like the ball was to to be won. If if a fan watches him. Pull away from a, a a free ball. Yeah, you you you've got to challenge him and say why is he not going for it? Yeah, I think it, I think that's harsh and that obviously changes the game. Obviously, after scoring that Martinez goal, uh, he goes and gets sent off, so it changes the game. Yeah, um, but I feel like Inter Milan played well. Uh, Liverpool didn't show their best display, but they got the job done. I think. Yeah, my boys, Real Madrid three, PSG one. <laughs> this was a great leg, both sides. Yeah. Brilliant great, game. Great Brilliant leg. Game. First leg, obviously, you know, PSG were dominant. And then even this game, it was looking like, you know, we was in trouble. Neymar did a beautiful through ball to Mbappe, who is lightning quick. In a race, him and Henri, who wins? I think Mbappe. Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, that I as well. This guy, is, he's lightning quick. And um, yeah. his, his composure to score, I mean, for that goal as well, he's showing the goalie wide with his eyes and then goes near post. That's such a... That's such a difficult yeah. finish. Yeah, it was it's difficult. Straight off the training ground. That's yeah. so difficult. And because I'm mm. the reason I'm saying this, because I remember like years ago, not years ago, like a couple of years ago, I went to go watch Arsenal. I think first game at home, we was playing Burnley and Aubameyang got the ball cut in from the left. And he went near post when he could have went far post, but he went near post. And I was just like, mm. oh, that's why you get paid the big bucks. Yeah. And then Benzema just went on to score a hat-trick and again it was like 10 minutes he scored a hat-trick light work mm. what did he make of this game and their chances moving forward yeah yeah what a game um Mbappe really displayed off he, he's he's excellence man um, yeah he had a few uh few disallowed goals as well um yeah. we, we didn't even speak about those the the second disallowed goal oh, where yes. he he sold he sold the goalkeeper for a dummy yeah. Uh, does like oh, a R nine, yeah. the R nine type of step over, yes. and then st- it, it just yeah, it was ama- it was amazing to watch. He, yeah. he was really on it. Obviously, Messi and Neymar didn't really they weren't at it yeah. alongside him. It was it was a difficult one because 
PSG didn't play bad until the no, Donnarumma, no, no. Uh, Donnarumma mistake for the Benzema goal. Yes, yeah. And that and, and that's what led to, to Real Madrid showing off their, their dominance in the game. Um, Modric came up really clutch. He, he started uh, rolling back the years a bit. Um, yeah, yeah. In terms of that third goal, the way he played that ball to, or was it the second goal to Vinicius? And then Benzema scores the yeah. little toe poke. Yeah, it was, it was a brilliant goal. But yeah, Benzema, Benzema, masterclass, masterclass from him. Yeah, like, again, another victim of that Ronaldo-Messi era. We're going to talk about Ronaldo in a bit. I mean, we're going to talk about yeah. Messi now. Like, who, yeah. if not for those two gentlemen, probably has got a Ballon d'Or on his, on his, on his uh, trophy, um, yeah. trophy yeah. shelf. But yeah, Benzema. It's so crazy how... Like, I mean, I've known about him for years, obviously. We've both known about him for years. But in terms of like, world football, giving him his recognition, I felt like people was always like, oh, well, he plays with Ronaldo. He's played with Ronaldo this entire time, so it's nothing. Whereas, no, nah, this guy, he, he's showing that if he, he can be the main guy on the team and, yeah. you know, lead them to titles and trophies and stuff. Um, would you say he's the best French nine ever? Because I saw this floating around. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen it floating around. Obviously, people say, well, Giroud has got this amount of goals for France and all of this. But for me, I think, yeah, he, he, he technically, how good he is, um, the burst of pace that he, he has as well. He's not yeah. yet. I think he's a tip when you, when you typical structure nine. out, yeah, when you structure out a um, striker or a typical nine, it's that type of player. It, yeah. It's Benzema. That's how not, you picture him. Not the fastest, but he can score in goal, and yeah, score in the yeah, box, outside the box, headers, free yeah. kicks, and so yeah, just yeah. Messi to PSG. Let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. Like his time there is is it's been torrid. It's not. It's, he's, he's underwhelmed. No, yeah. I don't want to say the word flop because again, it's it's a new season. Like you've played in mm. a particular type of league for so long. Like it's gonna take a time to adjust. Where Ronaldo, he's he's international with it. Hate to compare, but I'm gonna compare. Ronaldo, we've seen what he's doing, um, and they'll be playing tomorrow in the Champions League. But yeah, Messi season thus far at PSG. What do what, what, you make of it? Yeah, he's under. He's underachieved. Obviously, the the goal for PSG to bring him to to PSG was obviously to win the Champions, Champions League. League. The, the the trophy that has eluded them. That the thing that they really really wanted. Um, and they haven't done it this time. So, so for me, it's an underachievement. Obviously, his stats don't add up as well. He's he's, he's assists, his goals. They're they're not the best this season. Maybe this is just showing you that it's possibly nearly time for him to to hang up his boots. Um, yeah, yeah. If it, if his heart isn't in it, then his heart isn't in it. I, I feel like he's given us enough years of of brilliance. Um, but yeah, he's underachieved this season. With, with, with Messi, okay, so his stats in the league, League R, 18 matches, two goals, 10 assists, Champions League, seven games, um, five goals, uh, French Cup, one game. That's it. Mm. Whereas, I mean, we're going to read off Ronaldo in a bit. But yeah, I just think um, at the start, they like the because the thing is, the football they play is not bad football. No, like it, 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 it's they they pass the ball well from a football standpoint. It doesn't look like there's any egos, like they all seem like they're buying in. And I think I think the other two have somewhat come to realize that it's it's Mbappe's team. Maybe yeah. maybe they they know it, but they psychologically still having a tough time because they are superstars. These guys are superstars, you know. Mm. But from a pure footballing standpoint, I, me personally, I have, I have confidence in saying that Mbappe is the best player on that team. So. And he must know it as well. If you're him, do you stay or are you looking at Real Madrid thinking, boy, I can go there for free, get a big paycheck, live in Spain. Yeah. A couple of my buddies are probably going to come as well. Pogba's probably going to come. Like, what, what, what were you doing if you're Mbappe? Yeah, I think I think his mind is made up. He, he saw in that tie, um, obviously Real Madrid fans were applauding him. Um, he was getting clapped for everything they did. I think they when they announced his name on the team sheet, yeah. He got a good reception from the fans. So I think they want him. I feel like he showed out in that game as well. He showed that look, Both this is what you could yeah, this is what you could get. So I think I think he's his head's 
telling him to to go to Real Madrid in the summer. And then if they get Haaland as well, that's stupid. Um, mm. I don't think that happened. I don't think they'll be able no. to afford that. But yeah, man, it's, it's scary. Um, anything else, Champions League, before we touch on the Prem? Yeah, I think that was all Champions League, I think. All right, cool. Premier League, match day 29 of 38. Ooh, it's winding down, boy. It's winding down. It's the final stretch. Yep. Liverpool 2, Brighton 0. I was in and out of this game. What did you see the highlights? Did you watch it? And 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 what did you think of it? Yeah, I watched the. Uh, I watched. Yeah, I watched some of the highlights. Um. Yeah, I, I was. I was convinced Liverpool was gonna win this one yeah. from the get go. Um. Obviously, the penalty uh, from Salah. Um. Diaz again was brilliant. I think he's great. Uh, he, yeah, he's he's been a brilliant addition. I feel like I feel like Liverpool don't really miss out on like transfers. They all they always get the right recruits in. Um. And no, I, I, as that, well. it's never it's never really big money signings either. It's just the yeah. right guys, isn't it? Yeah, and that that's what kind of annoys me as well because our recruitment sometimes is question questionable. Um, so yeah, yeah, Liverpool, they're on the roll at the moment. I feel like hopefully City slip up slip up again, and and we've got a title race again. Yeah, going back to what you were saying about them not not missing. They've got the perfect structure to be good now and then also be good in five to ten years' time. Because if you look at their young, like Kanate, he doesn't even start for them. And yeah. he, he's a guy who I thought, if he comes Arsenal, he's starting for us. Like, I, I would have really liked him. Him and Upper Moncano, those two are solid in a Leipzig team that won the league. Well. Did they win the league? Did they, have, did they win the league when they was there? Uh, no, they were, they were challenging anyway. They were, they were challenging close. Bayern. Yeah. yeah, close. And those are two guys who... They don't even start for they don't even them man are playing France under 21s, bruv. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like they've got they've got yeah, so him, they've got him. Um, what's it called? Trent, they've got him still young. Nabi Keita, he's not the oldest. They've got him. Luis Diaz, they've got him. Hot Elliot, they've got him. Like they've got Jones, they've got him. Like they've got a squad for now, and they've got a squad for going forward as well. Yeah. Um, Allison as well. Yeah, like you said, they don't miss their recruitment's been phenomenal. The Salah situation, I saw um the boys on uh BT Sport talking about it, saying how you know Liverpool have a pay structure and you know, like Salah has to fall in line and stuff like that. But if you're Salah, and I'm always pro player, me personally, if you're Salah, you're probably thinking, hang on. I'm better than him, 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 and him. Both in my team and in world football. This guy's getting paid three times the amount I'm getting paid. He's getting paid twice the amount I'm getting mm. paid. This and that. Now, granted, I get it, understand, like, there is a pay structure to each club, whatever. But surely, he should be maybe, like, up among, amongst, like, the top five highest paid players in, in world football. And I saw Rio say um, he's going to stay whether to be a club legend or to, to get the money. Why can't why can't he be both? Or does he have mm. to leave if he wants to get the paycheck he wants? Yeah, I think I think yeah if he wants that paycheck he, he has to leave because I don't feel I don't feel like Liverpool can offer that. Um yeah I think I think if he wants to become a legend he, he has to he has to stay at Liverpool. Um is he not a legend Liverpool, already though? Yeah no, yeah obviously he's a legend at Liverpool already. But yeah I, I feel like he'll fall in line and 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 take what Liverpool are giving him because I don't really feel like there's any other team out there for for him Peace to Steve. really get that get that fan recognition anyway because uh, because the fans love love him already at Liverpool yeah. so yeah I, I feel like he's in the best position at the moment yeah I think um, if he if he wants to continue his footballer journey and and like play dominant football like from a football standpoint then yeah of course they're at Liverpool but if you're thinking monetary. I'm I'm thinking, hey PSG, come call him, bro, and I'll go. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, and and it, I think it'd be a nice transition as well, like him, Messi, and name like oh man, that'd be dangerous. But alas, we we'll go on. Um, Man United three, Tottenham two. Did you watch this game? I watched the entirety of this game. Phenomenal game of football for the neutral. Uh, if if Spurs had scored another goal when it was three three, I wouldn't have minded. I wouldn't have minded, <laughs> but like, what was your thoughts on this game? Let me know. Uh, yeah, it was a really good game. I felt like the first half was a really good, good watch. Um, yeah. We showed, we showed, it showed Sancho's 
um, ability and how how he's kind of grown as a player within this season. Obviously, he didn't start so well. Um, but yeah, in these last few games, he's he showed what he's worth. Uh, Ronaldo coming back, obviously, he had this um, this issue with uh, the coach that they say. Um, and he came back this game with, yeah, he had something to, to, to show the coach, I think. Um, and he showed it. Um, the, the first goal, uh, the, the Fred little flick. Oh, and then the what strike. About what about Fred? Fred yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We we don't give him enough credit. I feel <laughs> I feel like Fred has been actually all right recently. <laughs> he has not been bad. Um, he's playing very attacking attacking football, and he gets into positions where he could score. But yeah, that 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 Ronaldo goal was uh, was wonderful. He's rolling back the years there. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, they get a penalty. Which was a, 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 a yeah, it was a, it was a stonewall penalty for me. Uh, yeah. Kane, Kane really didn't really have any opportunities in that game other than the penalty. So yeah, um, yeah, that was his scoring opportunity there. And then Ronaldo gets another tap in. And then the second half started. I thought it was a bit slow. It was a yeah. bit the quality wasn't there. Um, and then they got the equaliser, Spurs, from my own goal by Harry Maguire. Maguire. Who is uh, I, I felt that. Uh, I, for him, for this one, I felt sorry for him because I don't I don't feel like he could have done he could have really done anything there. Um, but then the big man steps up to get the winner, big header. Um, yeah, yeah, good result for United. But Spurs have been terrible uh, of recent. They keep they're, they're up and down. You yeah. don't know what you're getting from them. That yeah, Spurs fans must be just livid at the moment. Ronaldo, I. As much as I don't like United, yeah, I love Ronaldo, man. I absolutely love mm. Ronaldo. And it annoys me when he doesn't do the sue. Like, every every time he scores, I just want him mm. to do the sue. Because like, I, I say it myself, I'm not going to lie. I do, bro. I love the guy. That first goal, yeah, I'm thinking, what, Dyer, you're not going to close it? You're not going to close down? What, what are you doing? Like, you can't give that guy that space. And... It reminded me of the Champions League goal. Was it against Roma? It was against someone when yeah. um, when he's clicked it out. And I remember because I've seen, I've watched the highlights replay so many times. Yeah. Because Rio's like, no, Ronnie, don't. Oh, I think I've It's Porto. Porto. Yeah, it's yeah, against yeah. Porto. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's further out, obviously. Yeah. And then he, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is against mm. Porto because, yeah, Rio saying, Ronnie, no, don't shoot, don't shoot. And he's like, oh. Mm. And it's, it reminded me of that. And um, that was like 08, is it? Something like that? Yeah, around that time, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I was just saw it and I was just like, could could Luis have saved it? Or or, or no? There was, it was, he no, was I think there was so much, yeah, so much power on that shot. Yeah, I don't think he would ever get to it. Boy, when I saw that, I was just like, this guy is incredible. Mm. This guy is still the best. He's still the best. And then, yeah, the, the header to, to clinch the game. Great game of football, I think, to be honest. And like you said, Sancho, he he's he's getting back to how he was like consistently playing for Bayern. Mm. And, and and like you said, Fred, we've got to give him his flowers. We cuss him, but we've got to give him his flowers. Mm. He's playing inspired football. Um yeah. yeah, just just a great game. Great game of football. Uh yes, okay, cool. Chelsea won Newcastle nil. We'll touch on Chelsea in a bit. Kai Havertz, 89th minute. Um, Lukaku was on the bench again, came on later. But yeah, what was your breakdown of this game, my friend? How did how did you feel before the game with everything that's happened and stuff like that, which we'll touch on in a bit. But and then going into the game, what, what was your thoughts? And then getting the one nil. Havertz has mm. been you lot saviour recently, isn't it? Yeah. To be fair, I didn't watch this game. Oh. <laughs> um, I was I was out with uh, Victoria had the exhibition on, so so I had oh, okay. to go along to that. Um, but yeah, I had it I had it on my phone, obviously checking here and there, obviously results. Yeah. Um. My my feeling before the game, obviously with everything that's gone on, I was I was kind of expecting a win. Uh. Obviously, thought it'll be tough because of uh, Newcastle's run. That they've yeah. been brilliant of recent. Yeah. But yeah, kind of thought we would win or show out show out a a, a valid uh, display. But apparently, 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 we didn't really play that well. It, it was quite a slow start. Possibly could have had the they they possibly could have had a penalty with they the should have definitely had a penalty. They should have definitely had a penalty. That was a foul. I don't care what no one says. That was a foul foul. Because uh, I tell you what, I tell you what, 
if it was Havertz or Lukaku and one of their players did it to them, like, um, I don't know, Burn or whatever the fuck that yeah. defenders is, you lot are getting that punny. That was a yeah. foul, 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 <laughs> foul. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a that's a it's a pen it's a pen and then yeah from there we have a, a, a couple opportunities I think Ziyech puts a ball in to Havertz yeah it, it's easily saved and then yeah coming into the eighty eight for eighty ninth minute Jorginho with a wonder wonderful pass I think kind of Fabregas esque and finds Havertz wonderful touch is, as well yeah the touch is just unbelievable. Um, I think, it, yeah, I spoke to my brother and he was like, it's kind of Burkamp-esque as well. The yeah. kind of pull down and then yeah. the shot as well oh, is, is is brilliant. But yeah, that's something that lifted up the fans. I think yesterday we needed that. Um, and yeah, good result. Good result for us moving on with Arsenal on our tail at the moment with two yes, games sir. in hand. Yes, sir. Do you feel like the, the outside noise is starting to affect like the atmosphere around the club because last week I didn't feel like that but speaking to all my Chelsea buddies and a lot of them texting me and stuff asking me like well, go on, what does this mean what does that mean and I'm saying to them I don't know myself I've got to text mm. Ethan he'll know mm. um, at this point I think it's hard for the players to not be affected by this because if now you're hearing that you know assets are being frozen and this much money is being allowed to be spent on the club and because they said I think they're allowed 500,000 pounds to run um match day operations but yeah, so, yeah apparently apparently you lot spent upwards of a million just just on one single match day or they, they, like yeah they think they've increased that because obviously chelsea said they uh, with that license they couldn't operate with five hundred thousand pounds they have hospitality staff. suites they have staff they have food to, that needs to be paid for so yeah yeah so that's why it was uh nine hundred thousand pounds that the the government has offered out or licensed to Chelsea but yeah some of the stuff that you'll say yeah that I I to me personally I, I can understand it because none of none of us have really gone through such sorts of like it, it's it's a lot of detailed stuff that they're they're giving fine every print. day a lot of fine print yeah. yeah a lot of fine print a lot of details out there that just none of us fans would ever come across we're, we're yeah we're questioning everything we're Obviously, the, the sanction, how, how is day-to-day operations going to happen? How are yeah. player wages going to be paid? Um, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of a lot of stuff that I just didn't think it would ever come to this. Yeah. So some of the things, for those of you that aren't aware, so because um, Roman Abramovich has... Does he have past ties to Putin? He has, they said he's a past ties. Um, yeah, they're saying, they're saying, obviously, yeah, association, he's, he's associated, apparently, to is Putin. It, is yeah. it anyone that's associated with Putin, or is it just anything Russian that they're just saying, you know what, we're just going to freeze you lot's economy? Or Because from what um, I last heard, that them two, they're not even like buddy-buddy like that at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a difficult one, because obviously last week, or two weeks ago, he wanted to sell Chelsea. And yeah. obviously he had these assets. They weren't frozen at that time. And he's, he's rushing himself. So for the UK to act a bit, they didn't act very fast to, to him selling the club. So obviously there's more information that probably in time we'll find out. But yeah, it's yeah. obviously the, the association with Putin is one of the things that has made him, made his assets frozen at this point. So, yeah, so for people that aren't aware, Chelsea aren't allowed to sell any away tickets, no merch to be sold, both in club store and is it like anywhere you're not allowed to get peas from any like Sports Direct, JD, any any of those places, yeah. Free, the phone company has suspended their sponsorship with the club. Yeah. You're not allowed to sign any players. But you see with the assets being thrown, so like Antonio Rudiger, what does that mean for him then? Like, can can you guys not sign him to a new deal then? No, no contract talks. That's one of the deals that's in it. So obviously we've got Rudiger, uh, Aspilicueta, Christiansen. Christiansen was a he was he was gonna go out the door anyway. That that was a given. But obviously the Rudiger one is the big one. Um, that's that's mm. that's that's. If he if he has to leave the club for something that's like because he part, he might have wanted to say and just you know I'm trying to create as much leverage as possible and wait until the very last moment you're not going to offer me a big money big money I'm playing in England I live in London um, yeah. Champions League winner Super Club World winner 
And now he's gonna have to be forced to leave essentially if if you lot aren't able to sign him. That's oh, that's oh man, I don't know how to feel. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna mm. lie. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I but, know, I know. <laughs> but but fair play to the government for saying that because they could have fully like suspended you lot and, and said, No, you you're done. But yeah, yeah, they, I think they said that it's a historical um something. To, to English culture mm. so like the, they're allowed it to keep running but yeah some of the things like as I, I mean I get it but at some point it's like come on man like you now you're affecting like British lives because yes it's a, mm. it's a Russian owner but now you're affecting British life like day-to-day of running and stuff like that like because a lot of these stewards that work for these clubs you and I both know they're part-timers you know what I mean? They yeah. don't have like permanent yeah. conscience, whether you're a 16-year-old kid who's at college or the 45, 50-year-old woman who does this on the weekend for a bit of extra money. Now you're affecting their peas and their pockets and stuff like that. I think like these yeah. things should be put into consideration. I just, yeah, I don't know. And um, so this is, you lost basically second transfer ban in the space of how many years now? Oh, it's been in the space of like, yeah, two years maybe. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's nuts. And so that, you know, so the defender you wanted, the French guy, you can't get him now. No. Um, even if you wanted to sell Lukaku, you can't sell him now. If you wanted no. to sell Timo Werner, you can't sell... Players on loan, are you, what's happening with them? You can bring them back though, right? And stuff or no? What is that? Um, I don't believe... I think, I think after those loans are done, we can bring them back because they're, they're owned by Chelsea. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's a, yeah, it, it's one of those that the, the government saying they they they're acting upon it. They're trying to get it done as quick as possible. They're trying yeah. to get um the the club sold. Apparently, uh, they're trying to get it sold to this Nick Candy guy or other suitors. Um, but they're trying to obviously they they know it's tough for the the fans and stuff. But yeah but in in this case if 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 something happens like this again they they need to get the fans more on board they need to give fans a share or some sort of because yeah we're 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 struggling to find the answers in what is actually going to happen to our club we don't even know whether we're going to finish a season at this point yeah i was going to say to you so if someone was to like the Newcastle fans were taking a myth saying Ash- Mike Ashley's on the way for you. <laughs> 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 Imagine uh, if Mike Ashley actually said, you know, no, I, that, that, that is a night, that's a nightmare to me. I can, yeah, I, can, I can't deal Mike with Ashley. it. I can't deal with it. Mike no. Ashley. Oh no. my God. <laughs> no. no, I can't deal with it. I um, can't deal with it. In, in all seriousness. The next owner, whoever it is going to be, whoever he or she is going to be, um, yeah. do you think they're going to run Chelsea the same way in terms of like just splashing the cash or do Chelsea fans may have to start looking at how life may be different and, you know, live in how the rest of us live, you know, have wealthy mm. owners, but they're not going to spend all the money? Um, I think I think the infrastructure is already there for an owner to come in. I think... If if you're coming into Chelsea now, you've got to realise that you're you're gonna be spending a, a lot a lot of money. And I think um, this Nick Candy guy, uh, who is actually a Chelsea he's fan, he said he's a British guy. He's a, a property developer. He's got billions apparently. So um, he he knows how the Chelsea is run and and how uh, and what fans expect anyway. So. Yeah. Um, he's the likely candidate um, and he probably knows that he's going to have to spend a bit to keep Chelsea where they are at the yeah. moment so any any suitor that comes into Chelsea now has to know that they're going to have to spend a bit of money um, I, don't, I don't I don't think we go with anyone I, I think that there's a there's a I think that it's got to be up there there's yeah there's a standard there's a standard and yeah Chelsea are going to be looking for that where, like I sent you that photo of um, was it Stamford Bridge? Like how, before yeah. the the Abramovich area, and the and the pitch was absolutely terrible. Mm. Yeah. And you you had said I remember times where like yeah it it was it was a shamble. So mm. and it's and it's crazy to think that I remember Chelsea growing up as a kid. It was a respected football club. Like it wasn't Banner FC that Tottenham or nothing, but it was mm. never <clears throat> it was a scale of them. Whereas yeah. nowadays and like. Ever since then and nowadays, you're terrified of them. Yeah, just the thought of Chelsea possibly going back to a time where 
they're not like serious contenders like like year in year out as they are is, is something which I, I couldn't fathom mm. and touching on the Abramovich thing um not to say I feel sorry for him because the guy's a billionaire and he's going to be like once this war ends and his assets are re-given back to him and stuff he's going to be fine financially he's fine yeah. he's, he's fine financially now like you know what I mean probably mm. not any wealthy businessman or woman don't have all their assets in their name I mean the guy's trying to sell a house worth 150 m's come on you know what I mean mm. but um yeah for all he's done for the British game, because he has bettered the British game. He bought money into it and that was... Not to say that he's bought money into it, but he started spending a lot of money. Part of the reason why FFP came into effect, which, you know, wherever that is. For him to do all what he's done for British football and Chelsea's a football club and him having to be forced out, I, I kind of don't like that. I'm not going to lie to you, mate. I, I, I don't I don't think mm. that's just the thing. Mm. All right, cool. Anything else? Footy. Yes, um... A lot of talk about Rashford is unhappy at United. Could you see him leaving or is just talk until Radnick's gone and then he'll be happy again? Um, yeah, it's hard to judge because he's he seasons to be an up and down. It's been a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, I feel like a lot of United uh, players we we've got to see until the end of the season or even next season we've got to make a judgment on that because it's hard to. Yeah, we haven't really. They're they're players that have been in and out. Um, Pogba's been injured a lot of this season. He's obviously come back and he looks a bit revived. Um, Bold. Gone, gone, yeah, gone <laughs> with a new look as well, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's hard to judge with the, the Manchester United players. We don't know what's going to happen with the, them. But, yeah, Rashford's going to be staying there, I think. Touching on Chelsea, you've you lot have got a buyback clause on Tammy. He's on fire. You bring him back or no? What's your thoughts? Um, I don't. I don't think we'll bring him back anytime really? soon. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, this. Oh yeah. Um... Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. Jesus. But to be fair, apparently, I forgot. apparently they say at the end of this month, um, the assets are meant to be uplifted. So we'll see what happens. But um, yeah. No, I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll buy Tammy back, uh, even if we had the the transfer ban not in place. Um, I, I feel like. We're giving Havertz his time. Um, and I think Lukaku will get his time as well. So Brojo yeah. as well, isn't it? Um Yeah. Everton nil Wolves won. Everton, man. Are they going down? They're in a tough position at the moment. Obviously, they have their games in hand, but game games in hand don't mean anything unless you win them, really. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, they they look in a bad position. I need I feel like Frank needs to really do truth. something, yeah. He needs to get, yeah. They're not showing anything. They're not. They're not They're showing not. anything. West Ham two, Aston Villa one. I didn't watch this game, but I know uh, my young boy Ramsey scored in the ninetieth minute. West Ham again, team. You know they're, they're doing their job, man. They're doing their job, and hopefully they don't do it as good as Arsenal. But you know, I, I, I I'm happy for Moyes and and them, man. You know what I mean? Arsenal two, Leicester nil. Have you seen the highlights of this game and, and what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, I watched this game. I watched this game live actually. I got, oh, okay. got back in yeah, got back in time. And yeah, Leicester Leicester to me this season defensively shown again that they they're poor. The party goal just displayed how the, how easy it was to score. Um and his yeah, second but also, chance was I, nice. I've got to, Yeah, yeah, second chance was nice as well. But I've got to give credit to Arsenal um they're they're in a good run of uh, run of form. They're slowly catching up to us, which I'm a bit bit scared about. But th- this was the whole goal of not being in Europe this season. Yeah. This was this is why you're not in Europe because yeah. you wanted to chase the top four spots. So uh, credit credit to Arteta and credit to Arsenal. They've been brilliant this season. Yeah, I think I'm on record saying at the start of the season, I'm actually quite happy we're not in Europe so we can just focus on the Prem. I'm pretty sure I, I said that on the pod. Yeah. Inspiring football by the boys. And I think I also said like a few episodes ago that we've ordered this Arteta and Arteta out nonsense. We've just got to put it to the side now but, and rally behind the troops. Do I think he's the guy to get us to the promised land again? No, I don't think he's the guy. But he, he's he's got the boys playing inspiring football and looking like a genius now, playing Lacazette in that false nine role because his link-up play with everyone else has been really, really good. That being said, though, Aubameyang's over there in Spain scoring goals left, right and centre. <laughs> is that because he's now inspired again or the league isn't as good? At... We'll never know. But happy with the performance of the boys. 
I wasn't really like scared of Leicester this game. I'm not gonna lie to you. No. Like in recent years, I've been somewhat scared of Leicester, but this game I wasn't really scared of them. Part A played phenomenal. Laka obviously scored a penalty, but he's been like contributing a lot. Like not even just with the goals, but like his style of play, link up play. Hold, he can really hold up the ball well for a guy who's not the tallest. Saka had a good game. Odegaard had a really really good game. Um, that old school number 10 role, you know, getting everyone yeah. else involved and stuff like that. And uh, kind of leaning towards, you know, being happy with him that we got him over the Madison deal <laughs> now. Although I still would have loved Madison, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the other guy. Cedric's been playing good at right back. Yeah, I, you know, he yeah. was a guy who yeah, I, yeah. I gave I, I gave a bit of stick to earlier yeah. on, but he's been playing good. Xhaka played decent as well. But listen, I'm just taking a game by game. Honestly, I'm just taking a game by game. Everyone's will message me and talk to me. Like, oh, what do you think? I was wearing my Arsenal Willie hat on the weekend. And someone said, what do you think we can do? I said, hey, man, let's just take it game by game. I, that's how I've been here before with Arsenal. And it's not ended well before. So let's just take it game by game. <laughs> that, honestly, man, that's, that, that's how I've got to do it. For, for my heart, for my health, I have to take it game by game, bro. Yeah. Because it's been, you know, I don't even look at Chelsea. I'm just looking at everyone below us. And I just know where above them and we've got gaming hands on them because uh, in my mind top three is just like it's not possible that's that's if I'm being completely honest so the fact we still have we have games on you lot but we are eight points behind and we've got two games yeah. above so I don't, I don't see Chelsea slipping up though but no. yeah that's why is it Palace against uh, City tonight yeah Man City are top right now 29 they've played 29 70 points Liverpool Second, played 28, got 66 points. Chelsea third, played 28, got 59 points. That gap is crazy between the top Yeah, it's too, yeah. I feel like the the City game was the big game that we lost. And yeah, I feel like that's when the title went out of our hands, I think. Arsenal fourth, played 26, got 51. United played 29, got 50. What, they shouldn't be where they are with that squad, United, isn't it? No, no, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. Well, they should nah, they shouldn't. West Ham sixth, played twenty-nine, got forty-eight. Wolves seventh, played twenty-nine, got forty-six. Spurs played twenty-seven, got forty-five. Villa ninth, played twenty-eight, got thirty-six. Southampton tenth, played twenty-nine, got thirty-five. Interesting league, man. Interesting league. Mm. Um, anything else for you? That's it, my guy. I think that's it, yeah. Actually, I no, I wanted to talk on this. How Saka didn't win Young um, <laughs> Player of the Year. Ouch. I, they gave it to Gallagher, who I yeah. felt like he's had a, he had a better start to the season than he has um, mm. in, in recent. But, yeah, how Saka or Smith Rowe didn't win, to me personally, I think it's a joke. But, hey... I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think they gave it. They gave it to Saka last season, so I feel like they they had to give it out to someone new. I think. But I don't. I, I don't like that. Are you the best or not, bro? That's just, just mm. my personal opinion. Yeah, but, but like you said, I think they they based it off of Gallagher's start to the season rather than um, Saka's yeah. middle. Yeah. yeah, I hear that. But and also I, I do understand of sharing out the awards as well and expanding the game and, mm. and showing like someone else. Anything else, my bro? I think I think that's it still. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it was a good one. Um, okay. Shout out to everyone that's been rocking with us and shout out to everyone showing us love on the TikTok, bro. We get, our ratio for likes in our videos and stuff is really well, you know, on TikTok. Mm. Honestly. Um follow us on all socials. There's a link tree. That's on all our social media platforms. And that's it. Love, peace.